Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kim McCusick from Film Study Baltimore is in the studio. It's Tuesday. That's how we do on Tuesdays. Uh, real quick, uh, just a reminder, if you're just tuning in, we got some school closings for you. Baltimore City, Baltimore County. Harford County, Anne Arundel County, Cecil County, all closed due to inclement weather. Ken, um, we saw these two teams, the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens, meet in week one. Here we are, hopefully bookending the Houston Texans season. (laughs) How much different are these two teams now than they were in week one? Yeah, there's some things that are the same still. The, the, uh, The Texans' strength is at outside linebacker on the edge rush, and that was true in week one. Will Anderson looked like the real deal in week one. Jonathan Grenard looked good as well. Uh, they've added Derek Barnett. I don't know if he was with the team for the opener or not, but uh, but he is now, and he's playing some good football. So that that part is uh, is the same. I think Stroud has grown tremendously as a quarterback, even though he was good at, at not losing the football, not turning it over in that week one game. Uh, but he did take five sacks. So... Uh, <coughs> Under pressure, uh, he had zero net yards in week one, which is something the Ravens did very effectively against him. Hmm. What about the uh, – what did you take away from the, uh, the weather in Kansas City? And, you know, people always talk about, you know, this, this team can't play in the cold, they can't play, you know, they, and they're not going to be home. Is it that they're weather resistant or they're very good in bad weather or the fact that they're in Kansas City? I think they've they're used to it a yeah. little bit, so they practice in it, and there's there's some of that going on. But I tell you what, I think there's a larger issue here that I, I want to hit on since you brought it up is that the the NFL I don't know how long it is two three years ago now talked about having the AFC and NFC championship games move to a neutral site. Yeah, and and this is something that's going to come up again. Uh, it's it gives them a chance to essentially schedule three Super Bowl like events that they can yeah. build their season around. So. You can see why they'd want to do it, why they could easily get sponsorship for it. And they just absolutely screw the season ticket holders in places like Baltimore who have a chance to get that game. Ken, yeah. as we look at, um, you know, the, there's obviously the coaching carousel that's going on with guys being fired, and the Ravens have two coaches uh, in particular, and, and, and there's even more, but Munkin and, and uh, as we talk about Mike McDonald, um, I was asking somebody else, I said, if you lost one of them, which one would you be least concerned about losing? And it really is a tough question when you think about it, but do you think this is a distraction at all uh, with everything going on in the postseason? Um, it, it would have the potential to be if the if the organization wasn't built the way it was, but I don't think it'll honestly be a distraction. I think that they, they had their time scheduled out very well. These guys all had their interviews before that Texans game. Once the Texans game occurred, then they had an idea of who they were playing. Uh, otherwise, they're preparing for four teams instead of instead of uh, uh, two or even one, as it became after Pittsburgh lost. Uh, Texan, the Texans didn't have any more advantage in terms of knowing who they were playing until Pittsburgh actually lost that game. Uh, so they knew what in the second quarter, I guess, that that was going on. 
but but anyway, they, they, the other teams they didn't. Uh, you know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it was a big advantage either way. And and McDonald's scheme is so sound at the heart of it that I don't really think there's there's something that the Ravens would be missing if you're at Monken. It, it's a little bit more of mm-hmm. really needing a scheme against the opponent. That's I, I agree with you. Kim McCusick joins us. Film study, Baltimore. Ken, I know this is film study, but I want to circle back to something you said because I can imagine right now Baltimore Ravens fans screaming to the top of their lungs when you just said that. I almost wonder why do you play 17 games for home field advantage if you're talking about now I only have one home game in the postseason because that would be the situation here in Baltimore if the Ravens Ravens win Saturday. Let's say let's fast forward to three or four years down the road when, when they do this. Ravens win Saturday, that's it. The season's over in terms of being at home. What's the big fight for home field advantage if it's just one game now? I mean, it's just it's it's so bad for PSL holders. It's a it's an extra game potentially lost. Now you'd only lose that game on average once every sixteen years, and you know part of the whole thing about it being the Arrowhead Invitational the last five years they've right. had it. If they went to a neutral site, there'd have to be a way then to distribute the tickets, which means you don't get your own seats, obviously, because it's a different stadium, but you also only have half the seats available because half are going to go to each team. And then you have sponsorship deals that are going to give away a huge number of additional yeah. seats. So uh, if, if if you've ever wondered, why haven't I won the lottery for the Super Bowl yet? It's because there's a whole lot of hands out there asking for tickets. And you know when you, yeah. go, to, when you go to one of those games, there's a couple of Ravens sections and a couple of San Francisco sections in, in, in 2012 anyway, and then, and then there's the rest. It just I, I, it sucks. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. This, this is another one. If this happens, and this is another example of the NFL just give a rat's ass about the fans. And I'm thinking about because you know I don't go to the games anymore. Right. But 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 I know the majority of our listening audience are season ticket holders, yeah. PSL owners, and I'm just thinking. In this year, you would be taking away the possibility. Right. You fight all year. Of an AFC Championship game, you're taking it away I'm from assuming them. Assuming if it's a neutral site, they're not going to put it like you know, in New York City or Buffalo. No, they're going to put it in Miami, Miami or Tampa yeah. or something like that. And you know, so now you got to you got to not only get the tickets, you've got to be able to have the means to, to you know buy flights for your family, mm-hmm. to buy hotel rooms. Jeez. And, but how about worse? If they put it, if they decide, oh, you know, this is the time we need to put it in Toronto or Frankfurt right. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine them doing that. Yeah. Oh, it'd be frustrating as hell. <laughs> I mean, just to watch these, like, even even some of the other games. Like, we were talking about it. You were off. There was an NBA game during the day the other week. It's like, why is it happening? Oh, the one they in were France. In Paris. Yeah, yeah, they were in Paris. Um, but everybody trying to expand and make more money off of that. A lot of people bitching about the Peacock thing this weekend mm-hmm. and all the other stuff going on. But I, I do want to be remiss if I didn't bring up the other AFC game that we're going to see uh, with uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. It's, it's one of those matchups that if they play during the regular season, you circle it, you want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I looking at both those teams played, I – Kansas City played a completely overmatched defensive unit in Miami that was injured, injured, injured as as time went on. Uh, they were not weather resistant. I did think that that Mahomes to Rasheed Rice looked great, and that's something to be you know a little bit fearful of if we see Kansas City down the line. If the Ravens do, um, I, I, Miami just did not look like they had much at all in that game, and and their running game, which I thought would be the chance to to really get something good against Kansas City, they they never got it going. 410-583-1057 if you want to get some questions in. I have a question for you, uh, Ken, on the other side of the break. The two Pennsylvania teams lost. Which coach has the best opportunity of returning next season? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. 
Well, it's January. Well, you know that already, right? Just look out the window. It's not just about snow. It's about the playoffs and the Mount Washington Tavern. The only true tavern in Baltimore to catch the game. Or, if you're lucky enough, heading down to the bank, the tavern's a must for your pre and post game plan. You can enjoy food and drink specials during all the games. And don't forget Purple Friday. Still a thing at the tavern. Don your purple every Friday. Head to the bar for a great lunch and try for a $25 gift card by guessing or predicting the game's final score. So win no matter what. Now, other things about the tavern. Especially food nights. These are kind of my favorites. Every single Wednesday night, enjoy delicious prime rib. It's featuring a 12-ounce slow-roasted prime rib, tavern salad dressed to perfection, roasted potatoes, all for just 25 bucks. And pretty much every night has a special. Fish market night, burger night, and, of course, the very best happy hour in town. I'm there. I mean, you've seen me there. For me, though, I'll be enjoying one of these specials. And after that, I'll continue to the bar, sip one of the great bourbons while chatting with owners Rob and Dave. For all things Mount Washington Tavern, check them out on the web. Well, take my advice. Just go in person. You can have a great time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 816 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn joining us right now in studio. Kim McCusick from filmstudybaltimore.com. Ken, uh, this weekend, it was a rough weekend for Pennsylvania teams. Uh, they scored a combined uh, 26 points while giving up a combined 63 points. Not a good formula. You saw Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coach Mike Tomlin walk off the podium once asked about his future. Um, Nick Sirianni looks like he smelled something bad when he left left the field. What's one of those um, coaches, in your opinion, stands the best chance to return in 2024? I I think they're both a pretty high probability to return. Sirianni is signed for two more years. Uh, it's not a, tri- a non-trivial amount of money, about $14 million that he still owed, so it's $35 million for five originally. Um, with, with Tomlin, I, I don't think his job is really in any jeopardy at all. I think it's just a matter of them and the Roonies working it out. I, th- I think that uh, he saved his bacon after the losses to the consecutive 2-10 and 10 teams right. by getting him into the playoffs. I don't think anybody really expected Pittsburgh to go into Buffalo and, and beat that Bills team. So um, generally, I think that, that uh, he's, he's completely safe. 
Um, Sirianni might be, you know, 90% safe. Okay. All right. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. He's dying over here. Ugh. I am literally like pushing myself in the <laughs> corner closest to the door here for you. Anyway, what about the uh, the matchup coming up against the Texas? We didn't get into too much. Um, you, you got all these, the quarterbacks were left. You're talking about, you know, obviously uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Stroud. They can all run. And they're all good with hot reads. They get the ball out quick. So what do you do? What do you do defensively against them? I mean, I think you do what the Ravens have done all year, which is basically rush for a high percentage of the time and show a two safety look at the snap, and you basically take away their their hot read ability if you don't blitz um, uh, unnecessarily. So that that's something that the Ravens have been burned by Mahomes by in the past. Uh, Ravens have been extremely good at facing. Quarterbacks who like the 3D. The last five games, they've played in anger, as I'd say it. So it's before the Pittsburgh game. doesn't yeah. include the, that. They played Herbert, Stafford, Lawrence, Purdy, and Tua. They're five of the top 15 quarterbacks in the game. I don't think anybody would, would see it otherwise. And on passes of 15 or more, more yards, and this is per next-gen stats over those, those games, those quarterbacks went 16 of 48 for 423 yards, <laughs> one TD, and three interceptions, and a passer rating of 47.5. So that's certainly something that the Ravens have taken away very effectively all year. Burrow in the first game was 0 for 7 with one interception um, against the Ravens on such passes. So uh, they've been very effective all year at doing it. And you know, I think part of what will get the Ravens through the rest of through the postseason this year is having health at safety, and not just Hamilton, who needs to stay on the field, certainly, but having the, the safeties on the back end mm-hmm. be able to stay back there so Hamilton can play slot because he's just a, an enormous factor taking away the strong side of the field. So we saw um, what Noah Brown returned this weekend for the Texans and then immediately gets hurt again uh, down Noah Brown, Tank Dell. It seems like Nico Collins has really taken a huge step forward. Yes, he has. Dalton, looks good, too. Yeah, he looks really good. Dalton Schultz has been involved in the passing game since coming back from the injury. Had a big drop over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you make of this passing game, and, and how important is it to get a pass rush on C.J. Stroud uh, with that offensive line that the Texans have. Yeah, they need to get a four-man rush on Stroud. They need to, need to get a thing. And the Texans' offensive line, by the way, is terrible. I mean, they they are just massively awful across. Uh, Tunsil is the only one who's any good. Juice Scruggs is a replacement <coughs> level back of a left guard. Michael Dieter is 6'6", and just misproportioned center um, who has who not looked good. Shaq Mason is a shadow of who he was years ago. Um, and George Fant is, is probably their second-best lineman, uh, but it's had very mixed results this year, including as a as a pass blocker. They, they're, it's a it's a very weak unit. They were weak in week one when the Ravens played them and sacked them five times. And uh, they're they, they, it's not you don't typically get a lot healthier. They may have even gotten a little bit healthier, but they're not they're still not very good. Yeah, uh, they're not very good at all. Ken McCusick joins us, FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Ken, it seems like the uh, the marquee teams are playing on Saturday with the Ravens and the Forty ers and the kind of underdog teams are going at it on Sunday. Um, are the Bills still the team that people should fear, or did the Kansas City Chiefs kind of wake up last weekend? I, I guess we'll see. I, I, you know, I honestly don't believe in the Bills as much of a, as a lot of other people Not me do. Either. And and you know, they're, they're playing at home, which will give them an advantage, and maybe that's a good thing because you know Mahomes is, can be kind of magical at times, and you don't want to you don't want to necessarily see that coming to your come into your stadium all but they've got both are so deeply flawed mm-hmm. and the the uh, uh the buffalo in particular being down so many defensive backs at this point is is a really significant yeah, michael hodwin down last night i don't know oh, yesterday i don't know if he returned but 
He I, was. I think he might have, but they had okay. Kyir Elam in the game, and he, and, and who was the guy that went down? The the uh, he's good cornerback for right, the right corner for the Bills for the Bill. Um, yeah, Kyir Elam was in there at the end. Oh God. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, <laughs> I'm forgetting. Why can I think of his name? Yes. Jesus. Uh, this we'll is this is embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, they're, they're, they're way down to in terms of corners. Yeah. So uh, it's it's I, both of those teams look very beatable. I was actually a little surprised when I saw nine and a half for a spread on this game uh, w- with the Ravens. I thought you know there's going to be a little more love for the Texans given what they just did to Cleveland. Right now, Benford, Douglas, and Johnson are all Benford. injured. Okay. Benford is the one. All right. Christian Benford. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll see about him. I mean, I, I just I'm with you. I think they're incredibly flawed. Well, given the fact that their offensive line sucks. Um, and the Ravens, it's you got some big, big men on that defensive line. Some, you know, Metabiki has been amazing this year, mm-hmm. um, and the others have done a great. I mean, there's I can go with you know, Van Noy and and Clowney and all their their front seven. How much of an advantage? This sounds like a big advantage for the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, particularly <clears throat> on the interior. Um, yeah, this is funny. I go back to a question I, I asked Anthony Weaver in camp. You know, do you ever see some one three play as a possibility? Um, with Pierce and Jones together, and I think this is the perfect game for it. This is a very, mm. um, you know, tiny, not particularly physical offensive line, and it's a line you can you can you beat up a little bit. Uh, Dieter's, you know, got this this oddball size of at six six, um, and it's just it's I think it's a line that that they're they're going to try and beat up. That the running game, which looked like it was going to be the strength of the Texans this year, with with Damian Pierce coming off a big year in his rookie year. Um, has been terrible. He in particular has been awful. Two point eight yards per carry. He's you know sixty yards under the replacement level or thereabouts. Um, even Singletary has been a, a negative Devoa running back uh, or DVOA running back. So so that's not good either. I mean they just they don't have a good run game. They they've they've really almost abandoned it the last few weeks. Yeah, it is uh, interesting just to look at um, this matchup in the weather because we've talked a lot about Houston's offense in the elements and you know, taking a dome team outside. Do you have any concerns at all about Lamar and bad weather? Yes, but but I I think that on balance, the Ravens' defense finds a way to win this game in bad weather, whereas I don't think the Texans have the same set of all, uh, options. I think that they, they don't have a, a passing game that it can mm-hmm. easily, mm-hmm. as easily adapt, and I think they don't have nearly the running weapons. Or yeah, what I was saying to somebody about a matchup like this, it's it's like the Ravens should get easier opportunities to score where I feel like the Texans are going to have to work for everything they get. Doesn't mean they can't win, you know, but that's to me that's the reality when you look at these two teams. Ken, you got a question from Vinny in Northeast. What's up, Vinny? Good morning to you. What's going on, fellas? Hey, Ken, quick question. Uh, how important will Kyle Hamilton be in this game with CJ being able to throw the ball? And secondly, how was it that Houston was able to make the Cleveland Browns defense look like it did on Saturday? How I go. Thanks, Vinny. Uh, so, so first of all, let's start with a question about Hamilton. Hamilton is enormously important, particularly if he can play in the slot, because he takes away the strong side of the field. Um, that he, he plays in the slot. Obviously, the slot is on the side with the strong side because you've got two receivers there. You've got your tight end there. And there's so much he can do to take away plays on that side of the field. It's enormous. The Ravens, big concern, health, keeping him on the back end, and also keeping Hamilton himself in the game, who has had problems uh, you know, staying on the field, obviously, this year. 
Um, and I forgot a second question was how was uh, Houston how, able to make the uh, Cleveland yes. defense look so bad in indoors? Uh, Cleveland has looked terrible on the road, and Miles Garrett has not been the same since his shoulder injury, so he didn't have much of a pass rush in this game, and and uh, we saw that again. Yeah, if you if you look at the run defense from Cleveland, um, and especially as you look at the, on the road, eight games over two hundred and thirty points given up in eight road games as opposed to one hundred and thirty at home in nine home games. So vastly different team on the road. Kim McCusick, film study, Baltimore. Tell us what, all about the website. Yep. Uh, uh, please go over and join it. Follow me at Film Study Ravens on Twitter slash X. And uh, offensive line scoring uh, comes out in the uh, middle of the week. It's already out there for last week's game. And uh, otherwise have a big, long uh, podcast on the offense and defense each week. There you go. Ken, thanks a lot, my man. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.